and welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Recap. It is Monday, uh, October 11th. Okay, uh, welcome everyone here to the Reader Copy Recap. We're on episode 9 of What If. What if the Watcher broke his oath? This is the finale and continuation of the last episode. It is still directed by Brian Andrews. It'd be weird if he didn't direct the finale. They just tacked on a random person on yeah. there? No, he's got to finish <laughs> And then um, written by AC Bradley, he's back and I liked it. Yeah, I think I like this one better than the last one. So yeah, the last one was good, but it ended with like a cliffhanger kind of thing, right? Right. This, if you will, the first last two episodes is like the Infinity War Endgame of the whole series. Mm, okay. <laughs> I think so. It's the most you know biggest thing and like end, end of a of a phase of a phase. You know. Yeah, this is the finale, and uh, it starts with them where we left off in the last one, where they realize Ultron can like jump through different universes now and he's going to destroy the whole multiverse if the Watcher doesn't do something about it. Yes, everyone thought Jane Foster was the party pooper. No, Ultron is the <laughs> ultimate party pooper here to, to rain down the parade. And we see all the characters that we got to know throughout the series and some of my favorites started off with Captain Carter, but she is now in like modern time. I don't know what you consider modern time, but does time matter anymore? Like in multiverse stuff in multiverse time are they like correlated with the other multiverses like does it run alongside each other in parallel like this yeah. time I think so just because you have or, to they have to be similar to somewhere right okay it's so, events happen near the same time so if in one universe I jump to the same time of that universe it'll be relatively the same I think so yes the thing is we'll get into it all the <laughs> time jumps and this are not in the same time in the different <laughs> multiverses um okay well, the first one is Captain Carter, and at this time, it's like the time of <laughs> Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes, the beginning <laughs> of the movie. We have uh, Captain Carter in the middle of it talking to Black Widow there, right? Right. They're good friends. They're like kind of best friends at this point almost. I think this is one of the best opening scenes in the movies is the Winter Soldier opening scene, and I'm glad they kind of replicated it for this. Really? Why? Just because he's like- So cool. This is where you kind of see Captain America make a turn where he's like- like the radical, like he could actually do some actual action. It seemed like he was just a guy on the street in Avengers number one and in First Avenger. Now he's like, he's got some moves now. Uh, okay, I guess. You don't think so? Uh, he was always good. I don't think so. He was kind of boring. I think you need to watch First Avenger again. First Avenger was is better than I remembered the first time around. But in Avengers 1, he's just a guy that's like directing traffic. Well, that's not true. I feel like it. Uh, okay. He killed a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of aliens. <laughs> they don't count as people. <laughs> no, he killed like hy like Hydra people. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, There's a part in Avengers one where he grabs a machine gun and mows down some machine guys. gun. I remember the pistol and being surprised at that. Like our heroes don't use guns, <laughs> but he's just coming in there blazing. Um, and then, but the scene where in the movie it's Captain America, but yes. this time Agent Carter or Captain Carter, she jumps out of the plane without a parachute, and they're like saving the people that have been on the ship hijacked by Badrock. Badrock, right? Um, we see him fight off Captain Carter. He looks nothing like George St. Pierre in this. No, not in this universe. He's most like Bon Voyage from <laughs> Incredibles, I think. And then out of nowhere, the Watcher appears. Yes. Uh, it's kind of an eerie sight seeing him in the, in the open and he's recruiting Captain Carter. Mm -hmm. You have been chosen. And so that's the first recruit of the team and we see jump into other timelines, the multiverses. Right. And uh, he recruits uh, Star-Lord T'Challa. Yeah. He's pretty much just going down every episode like what have we talked about 
I'll I'll get them. Yes. Is it every single character? I'm not sure. Every, well, like, there's some that he recruits and we didn't even get an episode on them. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he chose Killmonger, not Shuri. That was kind of a, a, a point of question there. Right. Well, and, there's a reason. Yes, that's true. Later uh-huh. on. Uh, but also, um, I don't know what you call her. Thanos Gamora? <laughs> I forgot. She's got like the double swords, right? The Darth Maul swords. Yeah. And like the Thanos armor, but like fitted for her. Absolutely. And uh, we even see like the Tony Stark there with a different suit of armor. Mm. Kind of a funky, like a toy kind they of costume. mentioned she's like a survivor of Sakaar. So in my head, in my personal canon, um, Tony Stark, when he got... Okay, I'm, I'm making a whole story now. Did you make it up? Huh? No, yeah. I'm making this up on the spot. Okay. Tony Stark, at the end of Infinity War, he's drifting off in space, right? Oh, Infinity He finds War. his way on Sakaar, right? Interesting. And he's forced to fight there. So he makes his mech armor there. And instead of... Um, Thor and uh, Valkyrie. It's Tony Stark and Gamora. Wow. Okay. That make their way out of Sakaar. I've heard. I've already. To be honest, I've looked stuff up online. What the lost episode could have been about. Okay. It's very similar to yours, except oh, it was okay. all the way back in Avengers, where he didn't go through the. Oh, he never came back. That makes sense. Which I like yours better, honestly. Oh really? That's like closer. Oh, to yeah, the... I like mine better always. <laughs> I'm always right. <laughs> no. <laughs> but like all the way back in Avengers, that sounds like a long time ago. But I like your idea too. Okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. But they did say that story will be more explored in the second season. Oh, really? Yeah. Some people were debating, was it because of COVID that they just couldn't get some voice actors to fill the other stories? I think it might have made this episode better, having that episode in there. So you think the season would have been 10 episodes instead? Yes. That sounds like a better number. The nine? What's the difference? One. One? (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, But yeah, he gets Killmonger. He gets, um, of course, Strange Supreme. Strange Supreme, right. right. He was already like in there. He was... He had nowhere to go. Yeah. And they meet up at the pub. Mm. At least that's like the little domain that they're in. Yeah. And he gives them the 411 that we have to fight off Ultron. He's got the Infinity Gauntlet. And they kind of all like, okay, this is all we can do is mm. fight him off. And he marks them as the guardians of the multiverse. So they come up with a plan. And the plan is Gamora has this device that'll destroy the Infinity Stones, right? Yes. So they're like, just get the Infinity Stone, mainly the Soul Stone. I don't know why that one, but get it separated from Ultron and get into the machine and destroy it and they'll be weakened, right? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe the explanation of this Infinity Crusher was in the episodes. That's what some stuff were missing, I think. They were at um, Nidavellir? Nidavellir, yes. Yeah. So um, Lannister guy who yeah. <laughs> was like making Tyr- it for him. Tyrion, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so they go to this universe where I, I guess this whole universe there's no intelligent life so Ultron wouldn't be looking there they're camped out to this canyon mountain looking place and it's the night sky and they have maybe it's like bonding moments a bit talking about their past yeah. but they're also untrustworthy of uh, Killmonger the way he's looking at that right. Ultron head yeah he's kind of been a loner on this even though he's part of the team he's just like off to the side all the time I was wondering like is there going to be some type of tension between him and his cousin being on a team together I'm not your cousin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um stupid party Thor. <laughs> Yeah. Like he says, like, I attract unwanted attention. He makes like this big like blast in the sky and that does bring the attention to Ultron and Ultron shows up in this universe now. Big gigantic head shows up out of nowhere with the cape and everything. But he to like fight it out right away. Yeah. The first thing Doctor Strange does is pr- create a protection armor on everybody. Yeah, it looks cool. It's pretty dope. It's like an armor that's there, but he's not really there. I'm like, why didn't you do this in the movies? Well, this is the bad guy. This is like the evil Doctor Strange knows more, I think. Oh. 
I hope we get to see this in the movies. I think it would look cool. I want him to do other things. Like, what else, what other tricks and little illusions does he have underneath his robe that the regular one doesn't have? I read something online where he does something that I guess he doesn't, they don't explain how they do it and he can't do it in the movies yet or something okay. like that. But when they're fighting Ultron, Thor throws Mjolnir and then yeah. Doctor Strange like multiplies it by like a billion and hello Mjolnirs are like attacking him. There's like hundreds of them. This is, a, I think, a callback from something that happens in the comics, right? Yeah. Where like Thor has a bunch of hammers. Like he's, he's, not, he's the god of hammers now, not right. thunder. Uh-huh. I also thought it was maybe like a little Easter egg for Secret Wars. What do you mean? In Secret Wars... Oh. The Thors, there's a lot of Thors, different versions of Thors, is like the guard, like the military. They're like the police. Yeah. Yeah. Every region has like a Thor protecting them. And uh, I thought like maybe that'd be some kind of like a, a nod to Secret Wars. Okay. Maybe like he's borrowing from all the other Thors, their hammers for a second. Yeah. Quick little second, using that to fight them off. Yeah. Interesting idea. And it's kind of a trouble for Ultron, right? He gets like wailed on with all these hammers flying around him. It's like a, it's like a bunch of bees. He's getting hammered and then um <laughs> starla t'challa like kind of like warps in behind him and it's very reminiscent of like kind of like um in infinity war when peter quill teleported in and like put a bomb on thanos totally right it's kind of like the same idea but except he steals the soul stone he's got the soul stone um ultron is surprised that they get, even got to it and it's kind of like being tossed around at their feet like barely cannot right. grab onto it mm-hmm. as ultron tries to get it back so they get out of there they teleport back to the original this ultron's original planet right they, they got away with like dumping a bunch of zombies on ultron right? Right. Like, like a horde of them yeah. and of course leaving behind uh scarlet witch there to the zombie scarlet witch right and she tries to defeat ultron but ultron with now five of the infinity stones is still overpowering her and he literally destroys that universe like right he blows up the planet and like all the other planets around it, it crumbles yeah why would a zombie want to defeat a robot There's also no- that's vision right yeah okay so she should fall in love with him automatically <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that'd be interesting like this uh, like a robot overlord and like a zombie wife yeah worst couple ever talk about undefeatable <laughs> so they they teleport out of there they're falling through like a i don't know like a time tunnel or portal something. yeah and then um they end up back in the destroyed ultron earth planet home multiverse home universe and they are going to attempt to crush the soul stone with the crusher but all of a sudden last living human on that planet Black Widow shows up and grabs the soul stone it takes Captain Carter to notice this Natasha Romanoff explain that they're kind of best friends even though they don't really know each other Yeah. and Natasha's just like okay uh, I'm signed up for the team too there's nothing else over here for me yeah and, the only people I've seen right. and then Ultron arrives and tries to go for the soul stone yet again right um, there's this big battle they're kind of losing right mm-hmm. I saw this funny um, meme online where they're like they showed all the guardians of the multiverse and they're like at 100% and then they showed just Strange Supreme is like at 99% <laughs> <laughs> he's like it seems like he's overpowered this one I mean he has in the, his episode he has like centuries of yeah. studying the dark arts more so than the regular Doctor Strange yeah. that's true okay but uh, where were we um, Ultron's still trying to get at the Soul Stone and 
there's this cool shot of Captain Carter and Natasha tossing their respective shields. Yeah. And it goes like, bing, bing, bing. It's like a ping pong ball going right. back and forth. Pretty cool shot. They say like, you got to just keep hitting him. Don't even give time to think. And that's how they're kind of like just able to slowly defeat Ultron because he can't even like process uh, anything. Yeah. So what he does is he uses his time stone to like freeze everybody, right? Yes. And it's a cool shot because like everyone's like slowly drifting in, in like this green aura and Ultron kind of like pops up and he's about to take the soul stone back but Doctor Strange or Strange Supreme he still has like monsters in him right? <laughs> yeah I think he's got his own time stone too right? Yeah he does that's why he's not affected by yes. um, Ultron's time stone so he, his arm turns into like a tentacle yeah. and like grabs Ultron gets him out of there and uh, rip, ripping out the stone again I think yeah and they are able to like pin down Ultron using um, magic right and then the little infinity crusher yeah it, like it's like has legs now it's like a robot now it can walk around, I guess. It looks like it's from uh, something from Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a little robot spider that crawls on top of your chest. Right. That would terrify me personally. But it gets on his chest using the power of the soul stone, I guess. Maybe does a soul stone bring it to life? Is that what's going on? It has a soul now? Maybe. Mm. And it's after the other infinity stone. So it goes on top of them, him, and we see the lights go on and off. It's like Simon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we think it's working. Like he's eating up all the other uh, infinity stones. But then they realized it doesn't work because it's designed to destroy the infinity stones of its universe from uh, Gomorrah's universe, not this one. So it doesn't work. I guess, if you say so. <laughs> yeah. We just need a reason why. Convenient Marvel. <laughs> and so it looks like they're for sure going to lose. The, their Deus Ex Machina does not work at all and Natasha says I have one chance at this she pulls out her USB arrow right and says Captain Carter I need a shot in you go distract them get an opening and I'll shoot from far away so Captain Carter gets behind Ultron and she's like prying the helmet up yeah so that way his eyeballs expose and Natasha's like this is for you Clint Eastwood and she <laughs> shoots the arrow and it hits I don't know how this works but the USB directly into the eyeball of Ultron and somehow the files are transferred <laughs> I guess I'm thinking like what if like she makes the shot it's perfectly in his eye but it's upside down <laughs> USB A USB, yeah it, it doesn't work fit that way um, so he makes a shot and then it's like two AIs arguing with each other right right Arnim Zola and then Ultron with the vision faith for some reason yeah and it's like uh, it's like if Siri and Cortana had argument how is Armin Zola an AI created in like whatever the 50s or 60s right gonna defeat Ultron who can travel universes I think it's supposed to point to how smart Arnim Zola is really that he made an AI back when we still use like vacuum tubes and like, it was on cassette tapes. Yeah, on floppy disk. <laughs> and he overtakes uh, Ultron, and Ultron kind of like just collapses, falls from the sky. Haywire, yeah. Yeah, and this is when we have one of the Guardians of the Multiverse turn on them. Killmonger has got his trusty Ultron head. He's been carrying it around this whole time. Yep. And it's for some reason that suit of armor... Uh, wraps around Killmonger and he's got the suit of armor now even with the Infinity Stones and he's Killmonger Infinity Killmonger yeah. now I guess <laughs> remember this Killmonger he like went to like MIT or something <laughs> I think they all episode? I think every Killmonger did <laughs> no but he he designed like an anime mech soldier so you, he knows tech this was the smarter one and he learned from Tony Stark oh, okay oh yeah okay that's a, that's a good point there yeah so he's able to like I guess hijack that Ultron he head and now he he does that same pose where he like puts his arms out yeah. Which is pretty cool. I I won, right? This yeah. is this is me winning. And 
and they all can't take they feel betrayed but behind him arrives vision he, like stands up and he's got the arnim zola face on his chest <laughs> He's, he didn't Still die yet. Still doesn't make sense. I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's like um, the comic books where Arnim Zola, when he's a robot. He's on his chest. It's on his chest, his face. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that callback. And now they're struggling over the Infinity Stones. I don't know how Armin Zola can do this, but they're like, he's like reaching out and the stones are coming off. And so then Killmonger reaches out and they're like fighting over it in midair. Yes. I don't get how either of them could do this. Well, I mean, they're, the suit of armor is basically just like a gauntlet too, right? It's just like a holder. I guess we plop it in there like the gems would snap in place so they have power to like summon it yeah that doesn't make sense I don't know they've like he has technology to make other Ultron robots I think it's nanotechnology so that's what's pulling it in okay that's my guess but also is it part of like his because like he's wearing the Black Panther or whatever vibranium thing that kind of like forms around him so I wonder if that fused with the vibranium of Ultron and now it's all all one thing I have no idea (laughs) um I gotta say, like, this shot of them both pulling at it from yeah. far away is very anime. Yeah. Th- this episode is very anime. A lot of shots. Well, Killmonger loves anime. That's true. Maybe. Okay. This Maybe is when it. Strange Supreme realized, like, we were never meant to win. We were just meant to separate. We're not meant to, like, defeat them. Yeah. Just separate them. And then he realizes, I need to make another pocket dimension inside the pocket dimension I was already trapped in. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> um. So he's kind of the hero of the whole thing. He puts them... Stay in like a standstill, like frozen in time. Makes like a snow globe out of them. It's like the Superman movie where like they get trapped them in the mirror dimension kind Something of thing. Something like that, yeah. And they stop, they're stuck there and Doctor Strange saved the day. Everything, the bright skies show up and the team looks like they won. But he now has to like spend the rest of his life. Eternity, I guess. Guarding this dimension so that those guys can't escape they're like frozen in there yes um he's like making the ultimate sacrifice here right, right? which he should because he he messed up his universe yeah he, he was a, to everybody else to every yeah. other multiverse right whatever. um and so the team arrives at the pub and they're saying goodbye they kind of all just leave out the door back to their own dimension even captain carter wants to go to a different time but uh the watcher says it's that time needs you right exactly and then natasha's like i'm not gonna go back she's literally the last person alive in in her universe yeah, I would just I would just stay at the pub if I was her. Well, she didn't have a choice because it wasn't even a real pub. Yeah, and then it he delivers her to like this universe, which is almost it's like ninety nine point nine percent identical, except your Natasha Romanoff in this universe is gone, so you just fit right in. Very convenient. <laughs> Isn't this him interfering, like, literally? I mean, the whole episode is him interfering, right? And yeah. he says he can't. Yeah, I guess so. You just can't interfere enough. He just just do it. Yeah. He's all-powerful, it seems like. But I guess things fit in place. She's there. She's going to save the day. Nick Fury likes her, I guess. Right. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, I know it's not you, but I'm just not going to ask any questions. Yeah, what's up with that? Does Nick Fury know about different dimensions? He knows about aliens already. Ooh. Does he know about different dimensions? You think he knows about the Watcher? Maybe. Did they... Like, maybe that's about... not Nick Fury. Oh, maybe that's a scroll. Oh, um, freaking Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, ugh. If they know anything, it's like they just share, like, what's the best kind of razor to shave their heads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she fits right in. Mm-hmm. And now we get our first and only end credit scene. Oh, right. Um, it's back at winter soldier time for Captain Carter. Yeah. And Natasha Rovnoff explains 
there's actually the hydra stumper still on the ship. Like it's it's on the ship like a cargo. Right. And someone's inside. Yes. And they don't say who and it cuts. And we know Captain Carter will be back next season. Yes. Who do you think's in there? Well, my first reaction is like, oh, she could have her happy ending right here if it's Steve Rogers in there. Uh, one thing is like maybe he's somewhat changed because of all the time you spent without her somehow uh-huh. because of the war or whatever. Okay. That could add some tension to him coming back. Sure. But also Bucky Barnes is the one that comes back into the later time. So right. maybe he's in there for some reason. Uh, you know, they kind of know each other. Already. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think it's Steve because it's like a happy ending. Yeah. And Captain America's not really supposed to have a happy ending. Not yet. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Um, what if it's like Howard Stark? Okay, interesting. Maybe. I mean, I know they're, they obviously have shared screen time in Agent, in Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Or, yeah, and he was in the Captain Carter episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then if he if he was like in there and maybe like frozen in time, then he never had Tony Stark. Oh, was Tony Stark never around? I guess we never see him in their timeline, right? Like yeah. in present time, it's in just- Captain Carter's timeline. Yeah, Captain Carter's timeline. That could be the case, but it would be, that'd be such a drastic change to reality. Mm, yeah. What if it's like Red Skull in there? Oh, someone really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Arnim Zola? What yeah. if he never died off, never had to make an AI and he's just alive? Mm. The real like big bad for the next one? Yeah. We've already seen him in this, so he's down to, to the voice role. Yeah. Um. Overall, I think the finale was pretty good. Me too. I like the action in it. I like, you know, finally getting to see all the characters put together. Um. But where, I, I asked you this last week that I was going to bring it up. Where do you rank this series with the other three that we've already seen? How would you order the four? Okay. Here it goes. I put Loki at number one. Okay. WandaVision. Okay. There's only four of them, right? Yeah. Then this, and then uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Huh. Okay. Let's hear yours. Is it the same? Uh, well, I'm surprised because it's probably the same. Yeah. 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 I do like Captain America Winter Soldier, though, or Falcon Winter Soldier. I think it's hit or miss. I think when it hits, it's pretty good, but the other times, I'm just not on board necessarily. Mm, I'll switch it. I'll I'll like um, really Falcon Winter Soldier third. There are some episodes here you don't love. Is that it? Yeah. And thinking back at Falcon Winter Soldier, there's things I really like about it. Um, I really liked, even though, you know, he ends up being kind of a pseudo bad guy, good guy kind yeah. of guy, but um, Walker, the character of him is kind of cool, I think. He's like the modern gritty version of Captain America yeah. that we should not have, yeah. almost. I think the only thing I kind of don't like in Falcon Winter Soldier mm-hmm. is the flag smashers, is that what they're called? The team or the main flag smasher? The overall idea of them, like the team yeah. and, and the main. They're kind of like forgettable. They're a bit bland. Yeah. I was not all, um, you know, inspired by the main leader of the Flag Smashers. Okay. So I think, but like things like um, Magipore. Yeah. The Dora Milaje showing up. Um, Zemo dancing. That's <laughs> right. enough to put me above What If. No, I, I like this one better. I like What If better. The episodes you didn't like, I, I kind of like the most. Oh, okay. Not Surprise. the Party Thor one, but like Killmonger. I really like that one. I like the zombie one. Yeah. Those are my favorite ones. And I'm taking it not that seriously. I like just going on these little adventures, little tidbits, I feel. They're like shorts almost to me, and I'm enjoying it that way. Are you upset that it did end with them going together? Did you want it just to be like an anthology kind of thing? No, I thought this was kind of cool. A little mini connected universe almost, right, to the side. Yeah. 
Uh, I liked it how, how they ended it this way. Okay. Yeah, I didn't mind. What about you? You wanted it all just individual things so it did not have bearing on everything else or what? Yes. I I wanted it to be isolated individually. And the fact that they're like, oh, let's put them all together at the end to save everything. It's it's just, I don't know if I'm going to like where Marvel's headed with multiverse stuff and just yeah, easy explaining away reasons for characters and stuff to be together or for characters to be different or something. Okay. Well, like, like Tony Stark is dead, and if they bring him back and they just say multiverse, that that's the cop out. I don't think they're ever gonna do that. But they've killed him off three times on or two times on the show. I imagine they were going for three, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're gonna bring back Robert Downey in any way, shape, or form. I don't think so. That'd be that, like I think that'd be too much of a. I don't cop think out. it's outside of the realm of possibility. Really, like, there was rumors that he would appear in Black Widow because that takes place when he was still alive. Okay. So there was a rumor that they were gonna use some deleted scenes from Civil War I think so though it's not new footage he would appear again in a movie after his death but they didn't what do you want so I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility that it could happen again though what I don't want is to bring him back to life maybe a retro thing like what you brought up might be okay I don't I don't want it myself because it just let the character let other people have some space have some time right Uh that's how I feel but bring him back to life is what I don't want or having him in a different multiverse and he's alive there yeah that's what I don't want you don't want that yeah okay but for these he's an animated version of himself it's not even Robert Downey Jr. doing it I'm fine with that too it's like I'm not taking it that seriously alright I just fear that multiverse it's gonna get messy I see your point you feel like all the groundwork we've done yeah us as a team <laughs> at yeah. Marvel built up this whole universe connected thing it's just gonna wash away because there's no it doesn't matter and like Infinity Stones was so important and it like built years of movies around it and then Loki shows up and it's like these don't matter anymore and then go back and be like, oh, but Ultron had all of them and then was threatening everything. I think it's the TVA specific thing that they are powerful in universes, but not in the TVA. I think that's what the rule is. And TVA is just Kang. Like he made that. Uh, yeah. So he's just a dude. So he could just have power over everything. He's just so he's I, I guess what they're saying is he's so smart mm-hmm. that he's beyond even like the rules of reality. And Yeah. And like he's more he could he could be more powerful than all six infinity stones or multiple versions of multiple infinity stones like he's like this i'm so smart i made a place where these have no effect true <laughs> he's also smart but he's also from like 10,000 years in the future or something or a thousand years whatever yeah so i think it's just time wise maybe the guy okay. after him a thousand years after that is even smarter okay All so right. i i whatever the story is just tell it to me <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was the finale of What If. Mm-hmm. We have a couple more that we know of um, Disney Plus Marvel series coming. Out of those, which are you most excited for? Is it, uh, we know Hawkeye, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight. Those are like guaranteed to come. Yes. And right. there's some other ones that are like kind of in production or, or rumored or whatever. Like but those Echo. are like, like Echo, right? But those four that I mentioned are for sure happening because they've either wrapped, started filming or near post-production. What are you? out of those four what are you most excited for I have to give it to Moon Knight just because that's the character that I like the most okay um, I think Oscar Isaac is a great actor but it's also the one I want them not to mess up the most oh, okay. right yeah and I'm worried about that but there's a lot you can kind of take Moon Knight in a lot of different directions yeah um, so I want them to go in my direction that I have in my head <laughs> and don't do it wrong so so you wrote a letter to Kevin Feige yes no I, I I got him on the phone on the beeper you <laughs> 
Don't mess this up. And they just hung up. <laughs> you better not. Um, how about you? Is it Hawkeye since we saw the trailer already? What is it? Yeah, I'm very excited for Hawkeye. I have questions about Miss Marvel. Me too. As far as inhuman questions. Mm-hmm. Because in the comics, she's inhuman. And it seems like in the MCU, they've brushed away inhumans. Yeah. They had a whole show they canceled. Yeah. So, Yeah. And then She-Hulk, I I want to know what the tone of that will be because I've heard it's going to be kind of like funny almost. Like what kind of? Like an Ally McBeal. Yeah. Like a, is it, it's like in New York, right? Is it I like, don't know where it'll be. Is it going to feel like 13 going on 30? Something like that. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I wonder what I'll look like and, and feel like. Sure. It, it could be like a sleeper. It could be like the best one. Maybe if it is that funny. I, I'm not sure if uh, the main action is a lot of comedy, but go for it. There's a lot of things to connect in there. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil, Howard the Duck. <laughs> yes. Right. So we know um, Abomination will appear in it. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Is it just going to be like the monster of the day for that episode? I don't know. Who hmm. knows? I think it's just more of like what is going on in the background again. Get a taste of that again with Wong and maybe Val. Who knows what's happening sure yeah yeah i think it could be like um she's a lawyer for everybody that's a superhero so maybe it'd be a good way to connect everyone to just pop into her office for some reason yeah a little small trial that they have she has to <laughs> account for yeah I, I i hope it's good and yeah. i am sure it'll be good but i hope i actually hope it's like surprisingly good hopefully but that uh hawkeye christmas feel i love it i'm down yeah. for that uh, i'm glad you talked about that because that's probably the next show we're going to be recapping right that comes out in november so until then we're going to be on a brief hiatus yes we're going to take a break but we'll come back at you with a reader copy recap our main episodes our main podcast is still going to be on the uh news feed so just continue yeah, on with that every wednesday so uh this is it for what if it was, it was good i liked it <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see something more in season two I, I hope they get more crazy and i hope it doesn't just end with them having to form a team again i hope it's different it's gotta be they've got they've got got their plans they they plan things ahead of time i heard okay yeah yeah Um, that's good it's good to know all right uh do you have an outro for this i like to think if the watcher came to our universe to recruit me he'd be like daniel co-host of a podcast eater of donuts you have been chosen (laughs) uh yeah and i wouldn't be chosen no not at all (laughs) not you chris (laughs) dang it all right guys um Again, we're going to be on hiatus for a recap till Hawkeye, but make sure to catch us on Wednesday on the regular Reader Copy Podcast. Uh, see you then. See you guys.